With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, Pop Chasers, and happy Wednesday, June 9th. Uh, It is a new day, and we're talking Bachelor today, so... Get ready. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm Allison, and I am joined by Kate. Hello, Kate. Hi. And we are the host of Pop Chaser, a daily pop culture podcast brought to you by The Dip. Uh, we have a, we have one thing we really want to get into today, and then there's like a couple of things peppered in, peppered throughout, I should say, um, that we can, we can touch on. But where do you think we should start today, Kate? Oh my God, there's so much. So yesterday, I know on our podcast, we sort of said we were holding on Bachelor until today because we wanted to give everybody who's spoiler phobic a day to be able to soak it all in. So there's a lot to talk about with the episode. But then, of course, yesterday brought the news about Chris Harrison's departure, which we also sort of teed up in our episode. So it is 100% confirmed Chris Harrison is not coming back. Um, And, you know, I think it is something that feels like it was inevitable anyway. I don't know how much there more is to say about this beyond the fact of who is going to come next. And that is a big question, I think, on everyone's tongue right now. Yeah, for sure. And you brought up a really good point earlier, Kate, about just like there are two different camps of Bachelor viewers. Those are the people who are watching it for that pure entertainment. They could care less how it ends in terms of like a romantic relationship. And then there are the people who genuinely would like to see like relationships form from the show. They, they still believe in the process and that's not to say that that's wrong. It's just, I think some people over the years have become a little uh, cynical of the process, just mm-hmm. considering what we've seen. Uh, so <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how they find a host. If they find a host that can balance both of those, or if one camp is going to be kind of siloed uh, in the decision. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Chris, uh, you know, had a very generic statement saying, you know, I'm, I'm wrapping up my time as a host. <laughs> and it's like, but I think we've wrapped it. I think it's yeah, been wrapped. It's been wrapping for six months and it's you've been, been thinking about how you spend that. We wrapped it like the same package. day we started wrapping that big ass gift that was on the, <laughs> the premiere episode. <laughs> also like not to completely just segue into the episode, but we might as well, right? Like, oh yeah, let's do it. The poor production assistant that got assigned to the guy who wrapped himself as a gift (laughs) of like a six by six gift box. Okay. But here's, and here's where I get cynical. Do you think any of these men come up with these entrances on their own? Or do you think the producers do it for them? Because I just don't think that Mm -hmm. any of them are clever enough to come up with this. I think that they get help. My guess is I bet that they, the producer, like, I feel like you, from my, my experience watching like unreal and just like interviews, I feel like you probably have a producer that you're kind of assigned, um, or they're assigned to you and you, they kind of help shepherd you through the show. I guarantee they come to you to go, Kate, what's your limo exit? What's it going to be? 
And then if I say, I don't know, they you're say, like, okay, I'm going to just walk well, then... out and say, Hey, I'm Kate. I like yeah. cats. Like, can't wait to talk to you more. And they're inside. like, are you sure you want to do that? Because I think if you did something more interesting, you'd really come closer to getting Katie's heart. They might say, Hey, why don't you dress as a cat and then make <laughs> out with the lead transfer <laughs> your makeup. Okay. I don't think anyone anticipated that happening. I, mean, I think nobody thought that Katie was going to make out with a cat on the that. first night. Look, I loved it for so many reasons. First of all, I was filled with glee that somebody dressed like a cat. I am a cat person. And to me, that was something that was really funny and close to my heart. And I would totally have fallen for that myself. But also, you don't make out with somebody that has makeup whiskers on without worrying at least a little bit about how it's going to look when you stop making out with them. Like, does it transfer onto my cheeks? Am I going to look bad? Yeah. And so for somebody to do that, that person is so committed to making sure that we enjoy that TV watching experience that I have to give Katie major props. And I honestly was a little bit worried, especially with the, some of the scenes from um, the bachelor and the promos that we had before the episode uh, aired on Monday, I really thought, okay, maybe Katie seems like she's like a little bit overacting on something. Yeah. She's like crying about like, if you don't want, if you don't want to so be serious. here, you yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so to have it open up the way it did on Monday felt to me like, okay, she is sort of in on the joke here and she is ready to give us something that's actually interesting. Was the most upsetting part of it when you saw his hands grab her head and they were paused? <laughs> Or was the most upsetting thing the makeup transfer? I'm gonna be honest. The, the for me, it wasn't the makeup transfer. It was the pause. I couldn't get that image out of my head, and he just kept like gra- holding her head, and <laughs> it was so upsetting. And look, I wrote about this on the dip. I have never. I, I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat person, unlike Kate. And so, like, I've been traumatized by humans as cats too much in the last five years. <laughs> The okay, I was traumatized one, by Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats as well, even the, as a cat musical, lover. Yeah, but like the movie took it to another level. That's so, what I'm talking about, the movie. So to, terrifying. I mean, but have you seen the stage show? It's not any better. I don't understand <laughs> why it's like this revered show. The music, you know, fine, but like, even the music stop is dressing like... adults as cats. Stop, <laughs> put an end to the madness. With that said, I do really like Connor B. I, re- I think he's great. Um, who was your standout? I, everyone has so much love for Greg. I know you even wrote yeah, about it. I really liked Greg. I thought that, I mean, I think he's playing the game the best at the oh, very, okay. least. but I also did think that there was something endearing to him and that he was a little more shy. He was somebody that wasn't like ready to come out and like be the, you gotta be suspicious of one. those people. Of the noisy ones or of yeah, the shy ones? No, yeah, no, exactly. Noisy. And so for you him to kind of know be how like, to be on a reality show. <laughs> exactly. And so for him to kind of be like a little bit more unassuming mm-hmm. and sweet. Now I know that he wants a wife that wants six kids. That's a little bit, it's a, a tall order intimidating. You birth and, them, bud. And I know that he had previously been cast for Claire's season. And then in the whole like mix up stuff went by the side. And so I'm always skeptical of that a little bit. Do we think he was just like rolled over? Is it like 18 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, totally. I think it's, I think it's being rolled over, but then if you're somebody who's like accepting being rolled over, then you're kind of like, okay, well. I'm here for a good time. I'm here. Exactly. Like you're not like somebody who's like, Hey, I saw Katie. 
I really liked her and I actually think we can get along. Although those people creep me out too. Yes. I was just going to say that I'm very suspicious of the people who say like, I'm here because it's Katie or I was yeah. so happy to find out it was Katie. Also on like, night okay, one, stalker. on night one, them already. And I feel like they do this a lot more on the bachelorette than they do in the bachelor, which is interesting is that the men will start talking about on night one. Well, Katie doesn't want a man who's like this. Katie wants a man who is mm. going to be like that. And you oh, don't know so this possessive. Woman. It's possessive. You don't know this woman. You don't know what she yeah. wants. And That's you don't a great see point. the bachelorette or the bachelorette oh. contestants saying that on the bachelor. Like they're all like, they're insecure. They're like, yeah. I hope I'm enough for him. <laughs> right. And these guys just decide that they know what Katie wants. It drives That's me crazy. Such a good point, Kate. Well, that's definitely worth exploring more. Um, who knows? Maybe you guys will see that on the dip.com. That's why you got to subscribe. <laughs> Use promo code pop chaser. Uh, so in addition to Greg, Connor, B, I just, I'm like, can we please, for the love of God, find guys with just different names? I know that should be a rule. You can't I've just got to say like, we them. don't need five Connors. Like yeah. I guarantee that there was like a Dylan out there that was just as good. <laughs> How are there so many Connors too? My God. There's always, there's always at least two Connors always. Really? Yes. Is that well, like a, an age bracket thing where there's it might a lot of be. Connors I mean, I, age? I went to school with a lot of Connors. Really? Yeah, I did. That's interesting. I don't think I know a single Connor. So in addition to the Connors, the, uh, the cat makeouts, there was also like this insane fight that broke out. Yeah. Out of, out of nowhere quite literally nowhere. So it was between <laughs> Cody and Aaron. And I mean, all of a sudden, all of a sudden it is just like, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't have to like you. I'm not here for you. I'm not here to like you. And it's like, wait, how did this even during what point in the last 45 minutes did you guys come at odds? I, so it, Olivia Trufo Wong, who's one of our reporters, she did some, Instagram stalking and she basically found out that they seem to both be working or like doing promo, maybe, maybe even spawn con, um, for the same, like new, like supplement company. Oh my God. So if it didn't feel already so on the nose for a guy named Aaron and a guy named Cody to be fighting, it's, it's that they also work again. And like, they probably don't, maybe they don't know each other, but perhaps they run in like the same circle. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is a, that's an interesting reveal. Can't wait to find out, like, hopefully at least men tell all will get more details, but even Katie was confused by it. She like tweeted, she was like, she, you know, confused math lady me, uh, meme. Right. She tweeted that she was like learning there was drama. She didn't even know. She was like learning there was drama between Cody and Aaron the first night, but why? So do they, they have SpawnCon before they even were on the show? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, when you're swole, Kate, Jim is life. Are you saying I'm not swole? No, I said, uh, <laughs> are you saying that I can't also get swole SpawnCon? Look, if you push hard enough, you can get anything you want in life. Um, even Manifested. protein powders. <laughs> uh, so that was another thing. I'd love to talk more about like protein powder and like supplements, but I would also love to talk about what Katie was taken in that day. Uh, so I get it's stressful. Would you, oh, here's my question for you, Kate. If you were the bachelorette, would you drink? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like 100%. night of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. I would too, but I would be, I think I would be so nervous that like it, the nerves would cancel out any alcohol effects. Yeah. Like, I think I wouldn't feel it as much, but I would feel it. I think enough. To but it's like which, a wedding, right? Like, you know, brides are like, yeah. Oh, I, I was too busy. Right. But you also just don't think about it. Like you definitely had like a glass of champagne or two yes. at your wedding. You well, know, you Katie was not doing <laughs> champagne. And this is coming via Jason Tardick, Caitlin Bristow's fiance, also one-time contestant of The Bachelorette. Um, and he revealed, this blew my mind. He revealed what was supposedly what Katie was drinking that night. And it looked like... Um, it looked almost like I thought she was drinking whiskey or something. And I was like, Hey, I totally respect that. Just, it's a, that's a, that's a, it's a hard alcohol for night one. You know, like I would, I would probably drink something with a personally a lower alcohol content, but I have no, no judgment. Uh, she was drinking uh, Red Bull champagne and a white claw mixed. Now <laughs> it's a lot going on there. Where do I begin? First of all, I'd love to know what flavor, what flavor White Claw would go with that. So I think if you're doing, let's say a Red Bull and you're doing champagne. Don't say watermelon. It's not going to be watermelon. It's not going to be anything super fruity. I think you have to do like like a lime. Lemon or a lime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And arguably those are, those are some of the best, but I mean. Agree to disagree. I, Kate loves the watermelon White Claw, which is just utterly disgusting. One time I just threw out cans of it. (laughs) You should have sent them to me. That's oh like God. the worst part of the variety two pack, uh, because it just has like water, no. watermelon. No way. Like the lemon and the lime is like the lemon starburst. Like it's there. It's fine. But I love like, it. It's refreshing. I go as- to the pink. No. Well, I mean, look, starburst world. I totally agree with you. <laughs> um, but I think yeah, same so- goes in seltzer world, but anyway, no. Uh, so Katie is drinking this drink and I, Olivia also, looked up this drink and there is a recipe for something called liquid cocaine about the white claw add in vodka and you have liquid cocaine red bull champagne and vodka so so this is actually a drink that she ordered i wonder like was it was it nerves that made her just be like a little bit of this a little bit of this a little bit of that or was it sort of like no this is an actual drink that she enjoys on the reg it sounds like such a headache like, oh, yeah. I can't have, I love champagne. Don't get me wrong. I love a Prosecco. I'm, I love a Cava. I'll take anything bubbly, but it is like, that just gives you a headache, right? Like at, look at a certain point in life, at a certain age in life, a champagne is just going to ruin your day the next day. Maybe it's also the martinis I have with champagne usually. Yeah, but- I mean, I was going to say, I don't really have my, I don't have champagne problems these days, but also I think quarantine really like gave me like an iron stomach. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Um, but then to add the Red Bull, I mean, all of the, see, here's the thing. Everything makes sense on its own. Red Bull for energy, champagne for celebration, white claw, because that's probably her drink. She enjoys a white claw who doesn't, but together, I mean, I think I have to try it. I think it's like when you go to those, like fast food restaurants and you, they have like, you try to get a little bit of each soda. I think, what do they call it? They call it a suicide. Oh God. Or, or like you're at the movie theater and it like, yeah. you have the literal touch screen yeah. and you can have like every flavor under the fucking sun it's like she of did a that, diet but with Dr. Alcohol. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kate and I, we're going to be, we're going to be coming to you guys live together at the end of the month. 
I think, Kate, we're already planning on doing bottoms up via Kathy, <gasps> Kathy Hilton. Ooh. I think we also need to now try the Katie, the Katie Thurston uh, liquid cocaine amendment. Yes, like I like Bob. this. I so like we're going to just drink our way through reality TV. Love it. And we'll report it. back to everybody. <laughs> but bottoms up is going to be maybe we should just do that on the podcast. Just chug Martini. Oh, yeah. No, I think we should do this live. We got to do a a live tasting. You'll never meet people who love a martini more other than like maybe James Bond more than Kate and I. Like we are like martini obsessed. So Uh uh, and we know a good teeny when we when we meet one. Uh, (laughs) So is there anything other bachelor we could talk? I'm trying to think. I mean, beyond just all of the you know, the stunts and everything. Yeah. The stunts. Like I, Oh, one thing I wanted to note, I I don't think, did you disagree with me on this? I thought the guy who did the accent, the English accent. Oh yeah. I thought that was a great exit. I've never seen anybody do that before. And I might just not be remembering it, but look, it's memorable. It's I wouldn't have pulled out of it so quickly. I think I would have kept it the whole For, time. Like, all of night one. Yeah, because no, well, not all of night one, but like then <laughs> that she goes in, you in trouble. She goes in and she's like, wow, like there's an English guy here. And you're like, hey, I'm Dave. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Uh, and he's like from Chicago. Chicago so it kind of, of works places. out. It works out even better. Yeah. Um, but I think I thought that that was a good one because I've, I, it, you don't have to embarrass yourself unless you're really bad at an accent. And we know Kate isn't. Oh so no! I this, you could do like that. Cool. He's not doing that. That's all she could say. That's all I could say anymore. Oh, Toby, oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, then it, then they'd just be like, "Is she is is she having a stroke right now?" <laughs> uh, but I think that like it was. I thought it was really. I was like, God, because. I would always try to take the easy way out. Right. Like I would absolutely try to be the person who didn't have to make a fool of myself. Um, and I thought that that was a really good one. It was like, I would have done that one. I also enjoyed the ball pit. You know what? I didn't enjoy the skin, the skin. Oh yeah. Salesman. I talking about that. Yeah. Surgical took skin her into salesman. An, yeah. I was like, Oh, what's that? I mean, that's like a legitimate job, right? Like that? that's sort of like, what is surgical skin? Well, I, mean, I have an, I, I have an idea in of, my head. I don't want to speak out of turn of what it is. <laughs> Look, I'm going to just say it. Okay. <laughs> Look, surgical skin salesman makes me feel like somebody at some point has been skinned. It's, no, it's for skin grafts. That's what, that's what I thought it was. It's for skin grafts. So can you sell skin? It's not real skin. I don't think it oh. is like, it's, it's like for when people have like burns and stuff like that. So it's okay. actually, actually some nobility in this career. Sure. I mean, well, he's a, sure. He, I mean, he's not harvesting these. Well, I guess you're not harvesting anything cause it's not real skin, but look in my head, I hear surgical, surgical skin salesman. I I'm already at a 10. Then he <laughs> takes her into an RV and hands her a glass of tea iced tea. Then I'm at a 20 because <laughs> no one hands me a glass of iced, iced tea without one ice cube. That was just, a, and I'm sure they were doing that for like sound. I don't care. A room temp iced tea. It's in the name. It's iced a room temp iced tea in an RV that has been lived in. And then it just like, it felt threatening. <laughs> felt threatening. I is that guy even there anymore? That's the problem. Is like I'll be I honest, honestly, I can't keep track of any one, of them yet. Night one when 
she's calling him up. I'm like, sure. Okay. We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out down the line. As we've said last season, like we didn't know any of their names until like the final four, even the final four. I was like, who is this? Yeah. If I asked you to name them right now, I don't think you'd be able to. (laughs) I don't know that I could. I honestly don't know that I could. I think Victoria is the only one and she was in the final, final four? four. No, 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 no. The final, the final four was no, 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 no. All no. I can think right now, to be honest, is the final four of rock of love, which I know is not, is not the same. <laughs> uh, somehow it always gets back to rock. Of love. I commit that to memory, but I can't commit something that happened three months ago. It's because we're all trying to forget about it. So oh. is ABC by the way, because there was not a mention of Matt, not a mention. It was kind of awkward. It was very awkward. It it's like very- the elephant in the room. Yeah. Like Katie was just like, nah, I had my heart broken. I'm better now. They were like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Uh, anyway, so that is our bachelor recap. We, um, I mean, like I said yesterday, I'm excited to see, to see what happens next. I think Katie made me hopeful for a good season. I'm always a little wary of, of people who are like, I'm the, I'm a, I'm the real girl. Yeah. No, but I'm hoping that's just the men putting that on her and not her putting herself in that little, because I'm just like, then just be real. (laughs) So another really fun thing, and we'll just go through this really quickly is Kate, do you remember in Bridgerton, the, the now iconic scene where Ray J Jean page says, I burn for you. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I don't remember because he didn't say it. Didn't say it. And this is the same type of thing where we know Daphne says it. And you know what? I think I actually did notice that when I was watching because I, I watched it a little later than everybody else. And I've, I had seen all of like the I burn for you stuff and everything. And when I watched that scene, I was like, oh, it's Daphne. It's not it's not him. But like this is along the same lines of, you know, people thinking that there's a movie called Shazam starring yes. Sinbad um, or people thinking beam me up. Scotty is a line. It's never, ever said. Luke, I'm your track. father. Luke, I'm your father is not said. It's so fast. The Mandela effect. Sort of, I mean, yeah, we've completely, but the, my, the thing that's so funny to me, and I, I'm sure this happened with like Star Wars and Star Trek and everything is the amount of merch that was made with, with, um, the Duke's face with, I mm-hmm. burn for you. It's like, bro is just present for that line. He didn't do <laughs> shit. He did not do anything. But, uh, anyway, Ray J. Jean Page actually like clarified he was like I didn't say that <laughs> that was not me um which is just kind of funny so Etsy Etsy shops all over the world like you know let's let's correct this wrong yeah you know what it reminds me of because in some ways it's like oh poor Daphne doesn't actually get the notoriety for saying these yeah, she's things fine. It and makes sense. I, I think about like I remember Considering I we called to, her bangs <laughs> I went to a, a museum once um, just one time. <laughs> and there was uh, an exhibit on like sort of like screenwriting and stuff. And I think, I think what they had there was, I want to say it was um, Taxi Driver or something like that. Like a script? Yeah. And it was showing like some of the notes or whatever, but it was noting that, um, you know, are you talking to me is not actually in the script, right? Like that was improv by Robert De Niro. Mm. And I think how sad would it be to be the screenwriter of a huge film and the most famous line that comes out of it is something that was you didn't like write. ad-libbed in two seconds and everyone that you talk to and you're like oh yeah I wrote taxi driver they're like, and they're I like love oh yeah you talking, talking to me, to me. Like, I didn't fucking do that part no but and they're like <laughs> uh, you know what I always quote 
the most iconic line from that movie. It's one of the best lines in cinematic history. Like you did that. And they're like, I didn't though. I didn't. And so that's, that's, well, that's that was like in writing. Like my favorite part is like when you send something and somebody is like obsessed with the headline and you're like, well, that part wasn't me. So thanks so much. Yeah. But did you read the rest of it? Like, I just got, to, I couldn't get past the headline. It was so good. You're like, okay. Um, but anyway, so that is, uh, those are the topics of the day. It was kind of a slow day, but I feel like everyone was talking about bachelor at slash bachelor. Um, I think we can both agree that just bring on paradise. Yes. Very excited. Um, and I think that this season's men are already like, I'm like, I could see you on the beach. I could see you there. Um, anyway, ready for our dip dive of the day? Yeah. Oh my God. I have so many things I could talk about this week, but this today I'm going to talk about. So here's the thing that I'm obsessed with today. That's maybe nothing. Well, this has nothing to do with entertainment, but I got sucked into a ask Reddit thread where the topic was what punishment either real or imagined sounds light or not a big deal at first, but it's actually horrific to experience. Oh, and it was a fascinating thing to look through partially because so many people talked about how when they were kids, to get the getting punished by their parents, their parents would put salt on the ground and tell them to kneel on it. And it was apparently would like be really, like really, really hurt after a while, especially with like sea salt, I guess, of course you can you imagine kneeling. Yeah. And I'm like, this was something that like, Oh yeah. This is what children had to go through. Like what? That that is crazy. But like so many people said that this was like an average punishment that they had to go through. I guess so. Is that like a religious thing? I have no idea. I mean, I just know it from Reddit at this point. So that was something brand new. And then I got really deep learning about something that is um, uh, pretty horrific. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. I always go you through. Really like, like, yeah. Super, I, I, you know what? It's I like dark things. I don't know what to tell you. But there is a form of punishment called a standing cell where it's basically like a box. And all you can do is stand and you're standing on concrete. And that's apparently one of the most painful things you can be doing for a long period of time. So you can't lean back. You can't like, you know, lay down. You can't do anything. You can't adjust yourself. You're just standing in a box basically for days, not able to do anything. When did they do this? Well, so they started it in the Ottoman empire. Okay. And then just recently, (laughs) I mean, it's not that it's, it's, it was used most in the, um, in Nazi Germany. as you know a punishment in concentration camps and everything so um and also in the soviet union and stalin under stalin's rule can i ask a question yeah do they have different sizes yeah so there are different sizes but it kind of like you make it how you want to make it it's not like it's only imagine i I mean i can't actually but like that it i can look anyone who stood for like longer than 20 minutes knows like if you've had to like that is painful yeah. So, and it's just like, it, it's a weird thing where you think like, you know, it's almost like a survivor challenge. In oh some yeah. Ways, right. It's it just is. like, if you stand for how long can you stand? And when you watch it, you're like, you know, I can't imagine, like I can do that. That seems easy or whatever, but sure. of course it's so much worse. So, um, so I just found it fascinating that something like that is used as a form of, of like torture and punishment for people. And it just makes you realize how like depraved our world is that they come up with this shit. It's I know. Crazy. I always actually thought about that, like water torture. I'm always like, who was the person that was like, I've got an idea. Yeah. Well, another one that I read about, which is in the middle ages, and it's very, very much a middle age thing is that you would put, um, like food on somebody's foot and then goats would come and lick it. And at first it's just ticklish, 
but like if it licks enough, it starts tearing Those the skin raw? off. <gasps> oh my God. Right. Who's it's just, thinking of these things? I don't know. I, this I mean, is I went, like, this is like the modern day of like, uh, you know, wetting the bed when you're older and like setting cats on fire, AKA yeah. like signs of a sociopath and future serial killer. The people who are like, let's have the goats lick their feet. I went to a crime and punishment museum when I was a kid. Oh, um, two museums. Yeah. I've been to two. Uh, it was in Germany. So, you know, it was real and it was wild just seeing everything that they used to do in the middle ages. What and a like, fun thing to do as a kid. Oh, I loved it. I mean, that probably is the reason why I'm obsessed. obsessed yeah. With I was going to say, I wonder where adult. it came from. You're <laughs> but, like seven and you're like, look at that torture, <laughs> but it's fascinating. I mean, you just like, you learn about yeah, like, how different our world is now. And you know, there are plenty of things still wrong, but my God, at least this is not happening on a widespread scale. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe people are still getting goats to lick their feet somewhere. I'm sure that's a thing for, for some corners oh, of the man. internet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, well, that's a, that was a good deep dive and we will one day bring you something that isn't so depressing. Oh, I know, but I've got so many more. <laughs> yeah. But like that day that I, and I said someday, that day's not this week. You guys. No, no. I mean, you tend to bring the positive deep dives. I go down, I go down these, these holes that are, um, unimaginably, uh, horrific and terrifying. Well, I can't wait for the next one because as you said, like you just have so many just waiting at the, waiting at the gate to come out to play. Uh, but we'll have to save this for another day. Of course, you guys can check out, um, our other podcast TV watch repeat. It is where we do a deep dive on, uh, TV shows and TV pilots specifically. So if you want to hear happy things, uh, <laughs> go check out NYC prep, which is actually kind of like sad in Kate's eyes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that depresses me. That is, yeah, that's Kate. watching NYC prep was Kate's torture. <laughs> um, that was her, a goat licking her foot for 45 minutes. Um, but yeah, you can check that out. Also, you can use uh, the promo code pop chaser to get 50% off of the dip.com and annual subscription. You can comment on the site. We have a lot of other podcasts you can check out. Uh, Hot Off the Mess with Samantha Bush, Bravo Historian, and the Slut Pig Podcast by Christian Grace Snow. Uh, we also have some new podcasts coming this week. So we'll, we'll tell you all about those when they come out, but very exciting stuff. Uh, not with Kate and I. So just like, you know, manage your excitement because I know you guys are just dying to have a third podcast with Kate and I, <laughs> uh, where we just talk about murder, which, you know, you know what? It's not off the table. It's not off the table. Um, we're still very invested in the Delphi murders and willing to yes, pick up still the slack not, of where down the hill solved. still haven't been solved yet. Um, despite the, the, um, the case break that happened it, or the person of interest, it hasn't been cemented yet. A little update there. We will. We'll get, we'll, we, we, Kate and I will get there one day. Mm -hmm. Um, but until then, and until more crimes being solved and more bachelorette cat licking, <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. I just said the word licking I'm <laughs> the now. Uh, uh, anyway, we will be back tomorrow with more headlines and until then cheers. cheers.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.